I've been watching them for years, it's always been something that fit With all the animated characters that's doing their own bits With a fry who's in the future and a family guy that sucks With a father from a Hilleberger family Diverse. Let's watch cartoons that go. Yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> As Rome. Well, let's go on. Let's move on to Newtopia. Um, which, let's see what I said in 2011. This was a great episode, despite a strange pace and abrupt ending. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Four stars. Uh, I fucking hate fucking hate this episode my first my first note my first note on this episode is oh no <laughs> i was just like oh damn it we're here um i do think though funny opening with the like cutting the music the music cues and cutting to, to farnsworth like running like and you see his like you see his his legs like running really fast and then you find yeah. out he's on like a segway that's got his feet on it right. that's that's funny that made me laugh um, I've talked about it before. The thing that sucks. First of all, this episode is like every act is so different than one another. And also the episode makes every dude so creepy. In this now my, episode. Fir my first note is, wow, nobody sounds like themselves. Exactly. Everybody it's is like all over the place. This doesn't, this feels like they took like. I can't, I don't even know what show to say that they took an episode, but it's a, it's a different show, whatever this is. Like, this isn't, none of these characters are the same. I know. That's, and that is my problem with the episode. Like, there's people who like this episode, and I don't know. Like, I see what they were trying to do with the commentary. Like, I don't know. You can kind of see what they're trying to do. They're, like, trying to do, like, they're, they're everyone switches genders, and therefore, like, they they learn that like learn what the difficulties are on, you know, each other's side of sure. things. Uh, it's just like, it already felt dated for 2011, <laughs> that idea. Yeah, and so. also like, I think it is really worth pointing out that there are no fucking women on the Sutrama writing staff for this run of episodes. There are like two episodes in this whole comedy central run that are written by a woman both were written by Patrick Verone's wife, who not like not to say she's a bad writer or anything, but like I don't know. Uh, to me, that also reads like she probably was one of a, she was probably a freelance hire. Um, like I don't think she was in the writers' room, and like I know their writers' room was smaller, and it seems like they were just all dudes. And I think this episode, you can really tell, <laughs> you can really tell yeah, that bro. the like the their 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 perspective from the female characters is just like it's just bad it's bad writing like it's just like this just doesn't feel genuine in any way um and then also like they make all the dudes so gross <laughs> like gross it they're sucks all, they're all gross again like I, I brought it up before how they i feel like they fucked hermes up this run he gets in the front of this at a certain point in the episode and that I felt like that was wild. Not only that, he brings his wife into it, and then he makes La Barbara like do the calendar immediately. Like, yeah, what are they doing to Hermes? Like he wouldn't like the the relationship that Hermes and uh, La Barbara had in the first run. Like I'm not going like it was perfect or anything like that, but she like they they loved each other. Like he right. would get upset if he couldn't. If he felt as though he couldn't make her happy. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of that kind of shit. And yeah, he's man. just an ass here. Yeah. This episode sucks. <laughs> I yeah, hate man. it. I fucking I hate know. it. Uh, it uh, bums me out on a lot of levels. Were there so any got, jokes you liked in this? I liked Woman Hermes' design. I thought it was very funny. I actually think in general the designs were pretty good. Um mm. they bring back the they bring back the same bender design from Bend Her. Right. Um so that's like a little bit of continuity that makes sense. Um, you know, I tried to I tried to Google the movie Bend Her, but I spelled it Bend Her because my <laughs> fucking brain is just fried with Futurama. <laughs> I was like, funny. why is this Futurama episode? pulling up that's not what i asked for it, right. it definitely was oh that's funny um 
I laughed at the joke when what's her name the the old the old lady who's really like <laughs> the one who almost gets killed in Law and yeah. Oracle. Yeah, jigger. Yeah, I did laugh. Cause like her her two catchphrases are what you call it and kajigger, and when they when they change her gender, she goes now I got a what you call it instead of a kajigger, which yeah. <laughs> which is pretty. I thought that That's was funny. a funny, at least a funny line in the context of the episode, mm-hmm. even though I don't like the context of the episode. Um, yeah, man, and then also just like everything with the fucking like the rock monster and the boron kid or whatever. I'm like yeah, this I'm this is just not interesting or clever or creative like and i feel like it just kind of ends that my last that is that's that's what i said uh, in my original my original mm -hmm. thing a strange pace and abrupt ending i said that yeah i said that 11 years ago (laughs) my last note says uh wait it's over that was kind of quick (laughs) i thought there was more episode it just cut off it's a bad episode i don't like it not a fan fan. let's move on to another episode i hate Uh, (laughs) all right this is yoli lalila uh this is my least favorite episode of futurama um although like now talking about newtopia like they're close (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't like either of them but i think this one this one bothers me because it's not like they're different newtopia is like frustrating in the way that it treats its characters. Yoli Lalila, I just find to be so profoundly unfunny. <laughs> like I don't laugh at almost anything in this episode. Um, like there's maybe a couple bits that I think are okay. And then also I think at the end, they make Lila kind of insufferable. Like she sucks in the back half of this episode <laughs> she's really when, like when the show is like successful and shit, yeah she's, she's and she sees worst. herself as this like she's been lying the whole time but she sees herself as this like creative genius um and then even like at, at the very end she when they start filming the the aliens instead of her show and she's like, wait, you're just going to rip them off? And like, you're going to rip them off? And I'm like, you were ripping them off, dude. Right. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck? Yeah, uh, just I, this episode bums me out. Um, so it's like my to, 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 to show how I was feeling when I watched this. I'll read yeah. you my first three notes. Uh, the first one says, am I still watching Futurama? the second one one says boring and then the third one says i don't understand like i like i was it's just so bad (laughs) yeah i i couldn't this is another one where i'm like this is like a different cartoon i but i will say that there's not like the last episode this one has two lines that made me laugh okay cool what Uh, i what do you got i got um this one made me laugh just from like a like a like a filmmaking standpoint when uh when they they were they were just taping the show and then like they they break and then the producer says all right 10 minute break and then we shoot season three like i thought that was funny because it's <laughs> that like is a good, okay, that's pretty funny <laughs> you gotta yeah. shoot season three in 10 minutes um and then uh when they when they find out that leela's a liar and uh and fry says uh to think I borrowed money from you. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, I wrote down, I like the meta joke of like any show that's slightly good gets canceled, sometimes even two or three times, which like now takes on even more meaning now that Futurama is coming back again. Yeah. <laughs> like obviously that was a joke about itself. Um, yeah. And then uh, I like so they're joke they're just like meaningless references that have no like like they they make they make bender say i like turtles like a reference to the fucking i like turtles mm. meme and i'm like this is this means nothing this is fucking yeah. nothing um one of my notes is literally god i just find all of this insufferable <laughs> uh, i really 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 dislike this episode and then on one of my notes is that the they're watching tv in the show the popular slut club might be the single my single least favorite thing ever put in futurama um it's 
like and not only that like they they're doing this like it's they're supposed to be parodying what tv's like or whatever and like the bad tv that's on but like i don't know man like they like all the characters are kids <laughs> like is it called popular slut club i'm like what the fuck is this and then also like that the the theme for it like popular slut club it like hurts my ears like it, it is grating to the ear to hear hear it it makes me so mad i fucking hate this episode i hate it a lot yeah, man this shit this one is not good vibes bro like at all like Ugh. and as it, it the way it just even the way that it ends like they just kind of refuse to punish leela like and she's like begging for punishment and that's just how it and i was like this is stupid like uh not only did you just kind of like waste everybody's time and make something that was like kind of just like really like unfunny and not like the show that you told us this was right but then like it, it doesn't fucking mean anything like nobody learns shit like you know, like I don't know. It was just kind of like, what was the what was the point of this one? Right. Like, I I, I couldn't. I, I, I that's why I wrote. I don't understand because <laughs> I, I really know. couldn't under like I couldn't fathom like what I was looking at. Like it is a bad episode. <laughs> it is a bad episode of television. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Let's get past the two worst episodes of the season, in my opinion. <laughs> um, let's move on to Fry and the Eggman. Uh, I don't dislike this one. But my first note is I generally feel indifferent about this episode. (laughs) Mm. Um, There are things I like about this episode, but I also think this is another one that like makes Leela look bad. Like it's like where she's like just all in front of like in front of Fry. She's like really pining after Angus McZongo, who I don't find funny as a character. And uh and like the way she's just like doing it in front of Fry is just like my platonic friend Fry over here. <laughs> like hate she's it. like, yeah, yeah. Hate uh, it, hate it. That's one of my notes too. Is what are they doing? <laughs> like, right. what are they doing with these characters? I hated it. I hate. I that. know. Like they're just what was frustrating is the flip flop. Like I wouldn't like that joke. I think works in the original run. Like exactly. in the, but it does not work here after all of we know that that they've been through. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, like this one, I do like the general premise. Like I like Fry nurturing an egg and it being this like killer thing that he has this connection to generally think that's a good premise. I think the term bone vampire is funny. Uh, (laughs) I, um, there are some funny gags like when Farnsworth is like he finds the old information about the bone vampire and he puts it on a projection and then blows dust off the projection like that. That makes me laugh. Um, but uh, and then also like the whole premise doesn't make sense where they bring him. They bring him back to the planet to repopulate. Right. Um, mm. And then. But like at the beginning of the episode, they had a whole dozen eggs of this creature. Right. And, and, and then Fry literally just picks one. Yeah, he just picks one. Yeah. Go go get more eggs from that dude. Right. <laughs> it's weird. There's not much that makes sense about it. Yeah, um, I, I just kind of thought this one was. I thought this was another boring one. To be honest yeah. with you, that's how I, I felt about it. You know, just yeah. It's not okay. one I. It's not one I like actively actively dislike. It is, but I am in that boat like oh it's it's mm. just kind of is it just kind of right. is and that's fine yeah i did, did laugh do... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. i was gonna no, say i laugh really hard at the end when because the twist is bad i think when they shoot him and it turns out to be angus in a bone vampire suit or whatever like don't like that twist stupid mm. but um he mm. Uh, but I did laugh really hard when Fry shoots him and then he starts talking and he goes, Mr. Peppy bullets make you talk. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good Fry joke. I like that, that was, a lot. Yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah. Fry, Fry. I don't remember what the, what the line is or what the context is, but Fry says, Dwayne the Rock, the two fairy Johnson, which <laughs> I think is a funny line in of itself. But why the fuck does Fry know what the two fairy is? Dude, there's all those things, right? <laughs> like they, they do that a lot. You're going to be there's there's one of those that bothers me in an episode I like that's coming out that will that will watch in the next set. Um, where he's referencing Tron Legacy the whole fucking episode. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, 
dude, that movie came out 10 years after you got frozen. That's annoying. Like, that's annoying. <laughs> that's annoying. Oh, and yeah. it's like, cause even I could, I could get like, if it, even if he, I don't know, man, like the two fairy bro, like that's not even like something that I feel like if I like ask like a friend of mine, um, about the two fairy they might not even remember that that shit came out like it wasn't like a fucking touchstone you know, you know what, what? you know what i'm even now just realizing though the fact that he really actively even knows him as dwayne the rock johnson doesn't That's make true. sense he's he was because he was frozen in 99 in the... he was just the rock yeah he's just the fucking rock in 90... <laughs> yeah yeah bro yeah see <laughs> man oh, I, hate, I, mean, I hated like... that line <laughs> Yeah, I get it. That's that's annoying. Um, all right. Any more about Fry and the Eggman? Should we move on? Hell no. Let's keep going. <laughs> Hell no. All right. Um, all the president's heads. I do not love this episode, but I do like the... I love it conceptually. I really like the idea behind the time travel in this one. Um, I really like the mm-hmm. first act. I think them going and partying with all the heads in the museum is really fun. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea that, oh, if you lick the head, you get tra- teleported back to that time. I think that's mm-hmm. that's really fun. I don't like I don't really like much of the stuff set in the revolutionary times. And I really don't like when they come back and everything's British. Like it really just all goes downhill mm-hmm. for me <laughs> from the first yeah. act. OK, so you practically you practically took the words out of my mouth like because that's 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 how i feel is like because this isn't the cart this isn't the only cartoon that's done this the the one that comes to mind is a uh, fairly odd parents which is like mm. apparently the episode of fairly odd parents that they did for this like they like they like pulled that from like airing after a while because i think people were offended by it really but yeah it's just the same principle though where like they like go back in time to the revolutionary, the revolution era, and then they fuck something up and then they come back and then everything's British. And then it's just like jokes about British people. And then it's, it, and it's always the same kind of shit. They act like they don't have like computers or lights or like, I, I, I don't know. Like it's, it is, I don't know. It was just, it's just all weird. And it's like, why is, right. this is dumb. <laughs> like I was, stop doing this yeah like I'm, I'm not i'm not and it's like all the british accents are so painful too like them doing their F- characters F- but british well, yeah. oh yeah. man um literally one of my notes is just the british new new york is not funny <laughs> like that is just one of my notes flat out not funny and it's not it's not even the future anymore like it looks like they just i don't know what look like when they come back when they go back to the three thousand and whatever the fuck 11 or whatever the fuck this is like it's just, it doesn't even it's like fam if if we didn't have a revolution we'd be set back that much right for real <laughs> like what what is what is this shit like yeah but all that stuff before the president stuff president human is kind of like that's like a secret cheat code for me like that shit is gonna <laughs> like so I, I i i fucked with a lot of that um yeah, like oh, he's over there puking in the bushes. I was <laughs> just, I was literally looking at that note just about to say it. I love it. I love it because, uh, because Grant, he used to like, he used to like drink whiskey a lot and shit. So like, it makes sense that they made him the one that puked. I love I, it. it's, it's funny. I thought it was, it was funny. I like that. I like, I like the president shit. That's like my type of humor. Hell yeah. Um, I also really liked at the end when they get back and it's like everything's back to normal from chester a arthur to chester z arthur <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a funny. great, I like that that's shit. A great I like joke that, that is a great joke and oh, i don't think we uh oh go ahead go for it. we're probably gonna say the same thing you do it I, I, I was gonna say i was gonna say i don't think we uh we heard your review from uh 11 years ago oh, you're right let's do it yeah what did i say how did i feel this was a really solid entry, especially after last week's crap episode. <laughs> last week being Yoli Lalila. This was right after Yoli Lalila in the uh, in the in the actual run too. So, um, did we read what you said for what did, wait. did we read what you said for Yoli Lalila? No, we didn't. Oh, we were so mad. All right, man, we messed up. Yeah, we just skipped right past it. I will read it in a second. Um, let me do this. So uh, it had a real Roswell that ends well vibe and I quite enjoyed the British future. So on the opposite end of how I feel now. Um, 
God, I was really generous to the season back then. Um, I, I also wanted to say though, before we move back and I, we have to go back and talk about Yoli. Lula. Um, I wanted to say oh, only, only mention of Lars outside of Bender's big score is in this episode. Um, they never, they never mention Lars in any other episodes, which actually kind of bums me out, but they do mm. a joke here where Fry is doing, he's moonlighting at the head museum and he walks in and the other doctor goes, Hey Lars. And he goes, Fry, <laughs> she just calls him <laughs> Lars, which is good. That's pretty funny. I like that. Um, as a, just a little reference. Um, okay. Let me read my Yo Lila Lila review. Sorry. We're going back. Uh, <laughs> meh. It wasn't very funny, but it wasn't painfully unfunny. It just sort of was. Meh. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I've, I've, I've hardened. Actually, there's yeah. like some this season that I've, I've hardened on most of these, but like also like Law and Article, I think I like more than my review suggested back then. Like there's things I'm like up and down on all of them. Um, okay, let's move on to some episodes that I like. I'm very yeah, excited man. to talk about these last three. Uh, First of all, Cold Warriors. My first note is just quite like this one. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So obviously this is a spiritual successor to Jurassic Bark and Luck of the Fryrish. Um, as they like kind of do the flashbacks, we see we get to see Fry's life before he was frozen and how what's happening in the future relates to uh, something that he went through with his family. Uh, let me read my review for this one. Best episode of season 6B, hands down. Fantastic. Which I do think, I, I think if I were still watching in order, that is still how I would have felt like watching through them for the first time. Like, I agree up to this point, this is my favorite one of the season. Um, uh, mm. I, yeah, and it's nice to get more of Fry's dad, getting him some Yancey Fry, Yancey Fry Sr. in there. Um, yeah, what? How do you feel about Cold Warriors? You like this one? This is one of the ones where I was saying that like I really like what they do at the end, mm. but like I don't know how I feel about the way how we got there. Like I just kind of felt like this one was all right until the end, and then they hit me with the punch, and I was like, I love this. And then it, it like for made sure. it complicated the end is to the rank best. it. <laughs> the end yeah. is the best. For sure. I do like this episode overall. I think it's got a good because like so had you ever watched this one before? Do you remember? No, I think this is another one where I've only seen the end through your videos. Because I think the thing that is nice about this episode is like especially on rewatch is that when you see what they do at the end and realize that that was that all happened before everything. Right. Like he. He, he helps him out of the ice and he gives him that advice and tells him like, oh, I'm so hard on you for all these reasons and like, but I love you. And then it recontextualizes the rest of the events of the episode because he's like, he's kind of hard on him the whole time, but you realize that it all takes place after he had already said this to him. And mm-hmm. so like, you know that even though, even though like it feels like it's painful for Fry you kind of, it kind of recontextualizes everything he's going through as being like, oh, but he also understands that this is like how his dad is supporting him and trying to make him resilient and like love him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, there are jo- like, I mostly like this episode. I also think the return of the common cold story is like, I'm surprised it took them this long to do it. Yeah, in I like drama. that too. I do um, like that. Yeah. And so like, and there's some cool stuff visually. I love, I love when they start moving this, the Manhattan towards the sun, like all of the background is just really pretty. You get like this cool sunlight rainbow refraction mm-hmm. happening with the effects. Um, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to remember why exactly I felt like this one was just all right until the end. And now, and now I remember because of the common cold thing, I felt like the stuff happening in the future didn't, I was gonna say this too. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like it didn't connect well enough for me. Like I get it. Yeah. Like the the main connecting tissue is <laughs> tissue. The the common cold. <laughs> 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 um, it's just like the it's just like that. Fry gets the cold in the past and gets it in the future because he falls in the ice or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so like that's really the only main connect connection. You're right. And it doesn't it doesn't which actually is also always been my 
as much as I love Jurassic Park, that's always been my my argument for why Jurassic Park isn't quite as good as everyone makes it out to be, even though it is excellent. Like it's why Luck of the Fryrish is the perfect example of one of these episodes. Yeah, 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 for sure. It does it just it ties them in so perfectly. Uh, Mm. But this one and Jurassic Park, I think don't, they don't tie together quite as seamlessly as luck of the Friarish. I do think there's like enough connective tissue there for me. And I do like a lot of the sequences. I like seeing his life in the past. I like seeing like, this is the youngest we've ever seen Fry. I like, I love seeing him at this age. Uh, And, uh, yeah, there's some good stuff. There are some jokes in there that like there was a joke that I hated, which is uh like Obama working at Panucci's Pizza. <laughs> like <laughs> my first note is Obama working at the pizzeria is sick. That's my first <laughs> note. <laughs> Fucking oh, <laughs> Just like I don't know, it just felt like let's shoehorn in um <laughs> shoehorn in something here. Mm-hmm. Um I also like that like Fry is always down. He's always willing to sacrifice himself to help people. Like he, in this one, they're like, we're going to have to grind you up to find the cure for the common cold and make the vaccine. And he's like, okay, go for it. I don't want to kill everyone. You know, Mm. Um, that's very Fry. Uh, And then I just like, I like seeing more of his dad and like some of his jokes make me laugh. Like I like when he's praising, praising Josh Gedge and he's like, that's some dry, emotionless science. Nice job, son. (laughs) Um, and then I laugh really hard at Buzz Aldrin being like, I haven't been this surprised since uh, since I met the moon men. <laughs> and everyone laughs and he goes, but seriously, there are moon men. <laughs> pretty funny. I like uh, it's, it's in a throwaway line uh, after they after they find um, the other the other buddies. Um, experiment and fry says my my shit wouldn't even have lasted anyway buzz aldrin ran over my guinea pig in a parking lot (laughs) (laughs) um and i i actually also really like that that revelation that like like fry didn't win like even though you like in in another thing he would be like oh yeah he he you know he proved everyone wrong and he won but in this and he like he not only didn't win but he remembered that geji did such a good job that that's exactly what they need to, mm-hmm. to be able to, to create the vaccine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that, all the, this episode works for me. You know what I mean? Like there are, there okay. are things about them connecting the past and the future that maybe could have worked better, but like in general on a sci-fi level for the most part comedically, like I think this is a really solid episode. And then with like, it's like, to me, it's like a, it's like a good it's like a B tier episode with an S tier ending is like the way I, I would that. I would frame it, I think which may, which which moves it into A tier for me overall. <laughs> you know, like, um, but let's talk about that ending, man. How fucking good is that ending? Love the ending. I love. I, it's 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 the kind of line that like some shows. I don't know if they could have pulled it off, but they yep. do here when he says, "I don't want you getting frozen." I Love know it. it it's Love so it. good. <laughs> it's so good though. It works so good. Yeah. Um, and then I also just like, that's obviously really great. And then like him telling him he loves him, but I just like, I really like it. I think it's DiMaggio playing his dad. Um, yeah, pretty sure. And he gives him, he gives such a good performance in his little like speech where he's just like, I know I'm hard on you. And it's like, but I want you to grow up resilient. And the way he says, like, you might face adversity so preposterous, like that I can't even conceive of them. Like he, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He gives like that character is such a generally one note, goofy caricature of a person. And there's such a nuance to his delivery in that line where he's really like giving it to Fry and why he's like, why he, Mm -hmm. why he's hard on him and why he, you know, why he wants him to you know, grow up strong and resilient. And I it's love like, I like that. Day. I like that line too, because it's like, it, it walks the perfect line of like being exactly what a father would say to his son. But also is like, he was like, right. Your son is yeah. like a thousand years into the future. Like, and, and he's you, doing, nobody and he's, and he's that. doing it. He's really making yeah. it happen. You know, like he's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he survived that. So many people wouldn't have, um, like I mean, even there's an episode about it when when Mich- when his girlfriend, uh, Sarah Sarah right. Silverman's character, when she comes, and she 
can't handle the future. She's just like, I don't get this place. This scares me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's her, that's like, and so, yeah, it's, it really works. I, I love this ending. It's one of my favorite moments in the show. Uh, I love it a lot. Really good. Really strong. Uh, you got anything else about Cold Warriors? Mm, no. All right. Let's move on to their third series finale, <laughs> even though we got two episodes to talk to. This is written as a narrative series finale. I believe they would have aired it last had they not been picked up for more episodes. It was produced before this final episode. It would have worked either way. Reincarnation does work as a last like hurrah, just like, oh, this is just the fun little thing we did to, to finish off the show. Um, but Overclockwise is uh, was written by Ken Keeler as a potential series finale. Um, and I think it's a good one. I don't think it's as good as Devil's Hands or Meanwhile, but I do mm-hmm. think this is a great ending, the way they end it. Um, and a pretty good episode. I think it's a solid episode. Uh, I do have a little bit of complaints about the beginning with the video game stuff. I hate when shows portray video games and, but they don't, they don't look or present like a video game outside of like the visual style changing a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like to me, I'm watching that sequence and I'm like, they just storyboarded a sequence in the game. They didn't, this isn't like what the game would look like. Like this isn't what the game would look like. Yeah. Uh, The game, the game will really look like the gun. Like in the front of the camera. And I think, and I think they probably could have, they probably could have done it from an FPS POV. Like they probably could have done that. Yeah. If you want to talk about some like real cool shit, like, if they could have like, because I'm only saying this because I've seen something like this on Family Guy. There's an episode. There's a there's a bit on Family Guy where Peter and like the entire family like they like go go down a hill like like uh, uh what's it what's it called? Oh, I'm blanking on the word, but like they were going down like a snow hill, like they were sledding. Yeah, sledding. It was sledding down a snow hill, and. Peter gives the entire family GoPros to put on top of their head, <laughs> and then the camera has like six perspectives peter's lois's chris's like meg stewie brian and like you see like all of their perspectives going down the hill like meg like smashes through a car windshield and oh you that see sounds that cool happen. i want to see this it's cool as shit and i think if they do something like that with a video game in a cartoon that'd be cool as fuck too like just yeah totally from all of the characters perspectives it could have been like, really could, cool yeah it's expensive um, as fuck and it's very complicated yeah. <laughs> but you know I, that it reminded me of that because i thought that was nuts i'll send it to you after after we do this because please do cool. i did laugh at the title of the game world of world war Two three <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, funny yeah, like that's that pretty good um yeah and uh so my complaint about this episode as a finale i i do think this like but that's the thing is like, I can complain about those things as a finale, but the reality is that this wasn't a finale and therefore those complaints aren't as big a deal to me anymore. You know what I mean? Right, because, right, right, right. but if this had been the last episode, these are what I would have been disappointed in about it. But now in the context of it, not being the last episode, I think I'm okay with it. But the yeah, the issue I always had with this episode is the way it kind of just eventually shoves Leela to the side for the rest of it. Like it starts off with her being like, Oh, I have these issues. I'm having an existential crisis. I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. And I like all of that stuff. I like those conversations, especially after these like couple seasons where it's just like, what the fuck is going on with Fry and Leela in the context of that? It actually works pretty well where she's like, I don't know if this is it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, But uh, it bums me out that they just then she's like, I'm out of here. And then she's gone. And then she's comes back at the end just for the, like the nice, the right. nice moment. Right. Um, which the moment so, is lovely, but like that bothers me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I, I, I definitely, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think, and that was, that was when I said earlier that I had a big, I had a big issue with overclockwise. That's definitely it. I yeah. hate that conversation that her and Fry have. Cause she's just yeah. like, I don't know. I guess I'm getting tired of our like 
will they on again, yeah, off again? We I'm all like, are. It's, it's not that. <laughs> like, it literally doesn't have to be that. Like, and it was right. like, it was frustrating. Um, and then I think she leaves really abruptly. Like, they just kind of like, oh, damn, yes. you're about to get a different job. And then you're right, she disappears. And then she she just comes back and they, they do this like, and you know, they try to keep it alive. Yeah. Through Fry being like, like Bender, you gotta tell me, like, we gonna be all right. Like he, yes. he they they try to bring it back uh, with that, and I do think a lot of like the conversation I feel like he has with Bender when he like goes to find him, and like he Bender is like this big entity yes. at this point. Like I, I do think that that stuff really really works, but I do think that there is a way to tell this exact story and get this exact emotion and not making Leela go anywhere. Like she does yeah, not have to or, quit the job. Or my my pitch is if you're gonna do that, show at least one scene of her life now having left and we why don't know what she, she is, does and why she is drawn back. Why exactly. is she reminded of Fry? What is it about it that makes her realize, oh, this was a mistake, I miss Fry. You know what she I mean? She just like, conveniently walks in. Yeah, and that like and yeah, that yeah. sucks. I guess maybe they just had a lot to fit in, but but I think, I think that's that's my issue with it. But still, even so, it's way more of an issue if this is the last episode. Like I still For think sure. it's yeah, maybe yeah, an issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. but because it's not the last episode, like it doesn't quite bother me like it would have if this were I like the actual series finale. Um, but there are some really great. I don't know. I think there are some really great moments before Leela leaves between them that I love. Like, first of all, I love the joke where where Leela walks up to him and is like, "Hey, Fry, you want to talk? Can we talk about our relationship?" And he goes, "Our relationship's the best thing in my life, so I'm sure I'll enjoy talking about it with you." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Fry line. Um, and then I love the line when Leela's like being all existential and she's just like, "Don't you ever wonder about the future?" And Fry says, "Well, sure, but you're always in it." That's mm-hmm. a great fucking line. Um, yeah. And so like, I do think they do a good job with the emotionality between like Fry dealing with Leela sure. potentially wanting to leave. Um, I especially love after she leaves in his like little sequence where he's sad that they use the bridge from late Philip J. Fry as like where he goes to be sad about it. Like that bridge now holds special importance to him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, There's things I like about it, but yeah, like that one thing that we both talked about uh, is the issue I have (laughs) is definitely the issue I have with this episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the rest of the episode, I think, is very fun and funny, though. Like, Bender overclocking himself is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, I really like the sequence where he starts overclocking and he's reading all the books. Like, really cool animation with how quickly they're making a move. Um, laugh really hard when he, like, figures out that those things are going to come try to hunt him down and, like, sets everything up so that he can take them out conveniently or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I laugh so hard. Like some of my, one of my biggest laughs of the whole season is, uh, is he goes, just like I can tell how that ceiling fan's going to fall and hit Zoidberg. And then it misses him and he goes, ha, you were wrong. He goes, not that ceiling fan. <laughs> and then another one, which, which is definitely, which is too close to have been next to the other ceiling fan. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then also the, at the end when he's getting dragged out, the last thing he does with his power is, it goes quick, so it work. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah, that's 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 good. Um, mm-hmm. I also actually like, even though there's only a couple scenes with them, I was like, oh, Cubert and Bender as a little team is funny. Like, I I like yeah. them together. <laughs> um, that you. they should they should team them up more often. Um, yeah, I I think this is a very strong episode, but like you know. issues that I would have issues. I have issues with it. They would have been way bigger issues if this were the actual last episode. Um, Oh, one other joke that kills me is when they're, they're in the, 
they're in the courtroom and the judge goes, this strikes me as an extra risky strategy. And then the chicken, the chicken lawyer goes, did you say extra crispy recipe? <laughs> that is stupid. so stupid. stupid. <laughs> I love Forgot that. About that. So dumb. Um, but like undeniably that last sequence with Fry and Leela is excellent. Um, mm-hmm. Like you just like, I don't know what else to say. Like, that is a really, really smart way to be like, well, if this is our last episode, we're not going to tell you what happens, but we're going to give you a little idea of what you like, what would have happened. You know what I mean? Like um, where like we don't see it, but they see it and their rea- and all we see are their facial reactions. And uh, I love it. I think it's a really good. I think it's a really good, yeah, sweet think, moment. Yeah. Um and like, really, like if I'm looking at all of the like I like I think the devil's devil's hands this moment. And meanwhile, I like the one in Into the Green Wild, Wild in Wild Green Yonder. Fine. I do like them finally like, professing their love for an, another. But I think these this one's stronger, I think, as a moment, as a final moment. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they just did. a. I think Ken did such a good job with all of those finale moments, like the the moment mm-hmm. that they're leaving us off with is really, really good every time. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I think I would have had disappointments in this episode had it been the final episode, but I don't think I would have been disappointed by the final moment, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. I think it would have, yeah. You know, was what I, what I really liked about it is, um, the, but you see, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen now since the show's coming back. But what I really like about the moment and like just their faces and like reading the, uh, reading, reading what their future is gonna be, is that like I've in my in my brain, like when they start to make like that stunned face and they're like really like worried, I think that's them reading that time gets frozen. And meanwhile, and then like when he flips the page over it's them reading the rest of like how they live after that. And then they smile. And I, that's how I always saw it. Uh, when I thought about this one, but right. I don't know if that's going <laughs> to hold water. This <laughs> is uh, right. Back. Yeah. I wonder like, well, that's like the other thing is like, yeah, what can we read? Can we read into it? Like <laughs> more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's interesting. Um, I, Gosh, what are they going to do next time? I can't believe there's going to be another finale. Maybe two more. Might like like they're going to be writing episode 20 of this run as a potential finale. Yeah, hopefully like them. <laughs> yeah, well they always will. Like they'll always yeah. be they'll always do their best to make sure it's not ending on a unsatisfying note. Random. Um, yeah, exactly. But is it it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I hope it's good. Um, and I hope it's different. I hope it's really different. Like I don't, I don't need it. I don't actually know. Like I don't need it to be Fry and Leela focused. Like we got so many good ones of those. And if, as long as they're like together in this new run, like I don't need, I don't need an emotional moment just about them. I can, it can be about the show. It can be about the mm-hmm. rest of them. It can be about the whole crew. It can be about Planet Express, yeah. you know? Um, which I guess is the one thing that into the grind wild green yonder does pretty good is like into the, into the breach meat bags. That is a pretty good, <laughs> that actually is a pretty good last line for like the whole crew. The, um, my favorite, my favorite last line of all, cause they're all great last lines, but my favorite last line is, a uh, 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 devil's hands where Lila yeah. says, uh, I want to hear how it ends. Yeah. That's that, that, that gets me every time. That's, that's good. I it's like a that. great fucking line. Yeah. I think I'm mean, like, I'm still at least able to really appreciate it because that is, well, especially as having been, you know, like have literally spending all those years between that episode and the new and the return of the show being like, that was the ending. Like that was mm-hmm. the ending for me. For sure. And as, and as much as I love that moment. And I think that episode is like, I think I put it in my top three of all time. Um, I did feel immensely unsatisfied i like not that it wasn't a great ending but like i was just like i can't believe 
yeah, that we get don't that. get more. I can't believe that like that, that that's it, you know. Um yeah. well, now we're now we're in a world now where meanwhile has been the finale longer for so long than Devil Devil's Hands were yeah, for like been... nine years. Okay, so here is my 2011 review for Overclockwise. It's short and sweet. Mm. Loved it. One of my favorite episodes to date after first viewing. Five stars. Um, I still like this episode quite a lot. It's not a five stars. I Also, mm. I like... I think I was in general giving these... I get, like Even the episodes I didn't like, like I gave Yoli Lilila three, even though I said, like, oh, I didn't like this. Uh, and I think it was because I felt at the time that people were being a little too harsh on the new Futuramas. I was like, look, yeah, they're not quite as good, but they're not as bad as y'all are saying. And so I was like over... I was giving them higher... you know. And also this would have been yeah. easier if it was like out of 10 and I had a little more... <laughs> Right. A little more intermittence, like to be able to put in there, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, I give it a, I can give it an eight out of 10 or a 10 out of 10, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, and sometimes I think I was also ranking it based on, oh, what's it at now? Do I think it deserves higher or lower than where it's right. at? <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So that's my overclock guys review. Let's move on uh, to their weird little epilogue for the season, which I believe is the one true great anthology episode of the revival era or the comedy central era. Can't call it the revival era anymore because Hulu's a thing um, of the comedy central era. And, mm. and honestly, I think an episode that rivals, if not exceeds the other uh, anthology episodes in the original run, uh, this granted very differently, very different kind of episode. Mm hmm. Um, but let me read my review from 2011. <laughs> I gave it five stars and I just said, I wish they made full length episodes of action delivery force. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is reincarnation. This is an anthology episode where every segment uh, is animated in a different style. Uh, mm. The first one being old school, black and Rebels. white Disney Fleischer era stuff. Um, the second one being pixel art, video game focused pixel art. And the last Sprite one being, animation. yeah. And the last one being anime. Uh, mm -hmm. this is a great episode. I love this episode. Um, especially the colorama segment, the very first one. I, mm -hmm. I like them all, but God, a colorama is the one that I just like, I could throw that on. I could throw that on any day and enjoy it. Um, no, also, though, the second time, second time they've done that animation style, though, if you recall, uh, Beast, um, right? Beast with a Billion Backs. That's right. That uh, that intro sequence, they they go in the TV and do the Steamboat Steamboat Willie stuff, uh, mm -hmm. which is also great. Beautifully animated. Um, but it was cool to see them do this in uh, like, you know, a 10 minute chunk or whatever, or an eight minute chunk. Um, I and I'm obsessed. I'm just obsessed with the animation in this. I love the way they do it. And they make it a yeah. gag that they're always moving up and down. Yeah, like the way that down. the professor moves the telescope up and down for Leela so she can look steadily. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Funny. It's so funny. Uh, oh. there's that there's a gut busting gag in that segment when uh <laughs> when Fry is like, I just want Leela to fucking like me. And yeah. then it's like, have you tried getting her pregnant? He says, I've tried and I've tried, but so far I've only gotten Amy pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> this is just <laughs> nasty. Oh, man. <laughs> man. So funny. That's good shit. Um, yeah, this is so cool. So well animated. The, their designs, mm -hmm. the designs are so great for every character. I love them yeah. so much. Um, and then, Love, and then uh, the fucking, the sequence on the comet is incredible. Right. Oh, dude, I got to tell you what that's based on. Yeah, please do. Uh, so, so, you know, how, like when Fry, when Fry like jumps on it and like, there's just like this great shot of him, like walking through it. And it's like so many planes and like, it just like feels almost like 3d. Yeah. It's based on, um, I don't know if it's particularly just this cartoon that does it. I just know that this is one of the more notable ones that does do it. But uh, there's a there's a Popeye cartoon called Popeye meets Sinbad the Sailor. And oh, I've seen it. Not okay. only, not yeah, Ooh. I had I had that shit on VHS. <laughs> Love that shit, man. Yeah. I, I watch it like once a year. It's one of my favorite short cartoons. 
Yeah. And there is there's sections of that where like instead of just painting a flat background, what the Fleischers did was they built like a model. Right. And they would film it. And then it would animate Popeye walking Over through that it. plane. Yeah. And that's how you were able to get like like the rocks like going over while Popeye's walking behind them and shit like that. And they feel like real and like like, you know, because they were real. And right. that's what that's based on. Like it's yeah. practically. And it looks so good. It. it looks like real they look like real jewels. I know that's animated, yeah. but like they did a really good job recreating that vibe. It's so good. That's just the spacewalk while it's all rotating. Oh, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. I cool love it. Love, love that sequence. I love. I made uh, made the thumbnail out of it. <laughs> I love. Um, <laughs> Fry, I think you made a new color. It's just a black and white rainbow. Well, that's <laughs> like, what's genius about all three of these. Well, but is that every single segment is is showcasing something that the format is incapable of showing mm-hmm. us. It's like they're impossible ideas, and they're and they're and therefore the joke is that like the format we're talking about or the shit format that they're shown in can't present that thing. So obviously the black and white one cannot show color. The pixel art one, they said they've discovered the smallest unit of matter in all of existence, <laughs> but it's just a pixel for us because it's in pixel art. And then in the last one in action of delivery force, Zoidberg is doing the most elaborate dance of all time or whatever, but they don't, they don't animate the full dance because <laughs> that's how anime the works limit, back yeah, then. The, yeah. the limitations of, yeah. Exactly. It's really funny, really smart. Just the way that all worked is excellent. Um, Yeah. And there's some good gags in this too. Um, And like good references, like the the 8-bit segment has some really great references to different games. There's got, there's like a whole, um, what's the, what's the game, the bartending game like beer tap game i know what you're talking about tapper tapper or something like that yeah they show they have that they have a little dig dug segment they have him just doing mario jumps and stuff um Mm -hmm. yeah there's like there's some good segments like that there's some good jokes where like there's a running bit where where leela keeps just like aggressively hitting on fry and fry is not realizing that leela wants to bone <laughs> like it's like you know yeah, what else you could yeah. lay bare or whatever and then and then he goes she goes and then uh when he goes we we found this log we're gonna penetrate its deepest mysteries she goes hey fry <laughs> <laughs> hey fry oh, it's really funny uh, yeah, that one's really fun. I also mm-hmm. laughed really hard when they showed the um, they showed the news segment and at the they're wrapping up and he goes and those are today's high scores. <laughs> That's yeah. that, that made me laugh a lot. I do think uh, Amy. I think Amy looks really funny in that segment in the Pixar style. She's the one that like looks the sickest. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Um, and then there's also actually a deleted scene from this where. Um, I think they do. They do Hypno Toad, Hypno Toad Frogger. <laughs> That's there's. I think it's only available in like animatic format or not fully animated format on the DVD. But there is a deleted sequence from that, which is great. Like that tracks, <laughs> good nice. good bit. Um, and then the last one is Action Delivery for us, which is really funny. Some of my favorite lines. This one is, I think, the funniest. Like, I my favorite segment is the Colorama one, but this one to me is the funniest. Mm. through all of the like translation jokes and the parodies of the anime mm. format like like the bit the backstory exposition dump where they're just like we can't form like whatever the robot's name is is like because it was like exiled after like prince hiroshi sacrificed himself or whatever and mm. we're like it's just all unrelated to what we're what we're seeing but they just give us the big exposition dump um i don't even like there's some of the lines that i don't even understand like when they're like the ships look like bananas and fries, like I will slice them on my morning fish porridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I forget, <laughs> I forget what Fry says, but then like Hermes corrects him, and then he's like, "We are enemies now." It's so funny. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so good. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. Uh, I love Fry. Like zoidberg zoidberg says something pro- like that sounds preposterous and and fry says the that. list of things i've heard now contains everything <laughs> that's such a good joke i got that uh, too i got that too i like uh 
Uh, man, is that Amy that's saying this one? Where uh, says because uh, I forget what what language the other people were speaking, but it's like they're not. So they're rather well, they're speaking dancing. English like us, right? Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're not they're not speaking any English. They're they're because they dance. They 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 speak through dancing. That's like the conflict. And so, mm. uh, but yeah, yeah, they like do the they they mm. put the big uh, <laughs> the big ADR yeah, English, English over it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's funny. very funny. Um, yeah, this whole segment <laughs> is funny, and then I love. I love the sequence where Fry and Bender like transform together and he just like gets inside of Bender. I'm like, like, did he like take a shit inside because he's like pulling his pants up? He just take a shit inside Bender. Oh, Uh, I love it. It's really great. There's a a visual gag at the end that is so funny. The only thing that I think is comparable to is like, they did uh did did you watch uh Wander Over Yonder at all, that Disney cartoon? No, I never Craig seen it Craig actually. Man. There is one episode that you would fucking love. It's parodying like old eighties cell animated shows. Nice. And but it like looks identical. The art design is different, like everything is different. Cause in universe, one of the characters is actually animating it. And it's they they do like they do like they like fuck up the animation at a certain point and like characters mouths like go off their face and like (laughs) shit like that and they do something like that here with like the translation where like zoiberg is talking and then he like shuts his mouth and his his mouth is just closed for like 10 seconds (laughs) like while he's still talking right he's finishing the line i love that shit that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I do stand by my review years ago. I would definitely watch a full-length episode of Action Delivery Force. I, <laughs> I would for sure watch one. I think it's really funny. It's a very specific, like, old... Like, this is the anime they grew up on. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, totally. Like, and I, I respect that. I respect that it's not trying to parody the the current stuff because they right. don't know anything about that like yeah, instead it's just sure. a homage to the shit that like they would watch in college yeah you know? and like it's that. also just fun seeing like all of their designs and like their weird silly eccentricities in anime form like they're they're funny like and like overly designed bender is such a like such such an anime robot zoidberg's got all the extra spikes and everything yeah. and like yeah uh i really really like it i would definitely watch more of that um, I fucking love this episode. Reincarnation is excellent. Um, like, yeah, one of my one of my faves. It's a really good episode. Um, hell yeah! All right, yeah. how do you how do you feel about season six B as a whole? This is wrapping up their first run on Comedy Central, their first produced mm-hmm. twenty six episode run. Um, how did you feel about six spe- B specifically? Because we talked about six A before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what'd you think? I think this. I think this half is a. Uh not as good as the first half. Mm-hmm. I think the first half has a lot more stronger ones in it, but I do think that there are real strong ones in it, in this, in this uh, batch. And I do think that like just this batch in general, if you wanted to point to a reason why uh, we're in a better world, that Futurama came back, I think this is probably a good section to point to because you got stuff like Tip of the Zoidberg or whatever. Totally. Where it's like, we wouldn't have even understood how sincere uh these these characters relationships were if we didn't have the opportunity um to like explore them or whatever like through these episodes so i think in itself like i think i think like that's a good thing to walk away with just that it like kind of justified (laughs) it sounds kind of fucked up but it like kind of justifies existence almost no, like, I agree. I do really I, like these. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear you say that because you know I know you've always you always been like, nah, they should have just ended. <laughs> they should have just ended <laughs> in Devil's Hands, but there's some good stuff. And I do like. I know I've always I always said that I do think that this run on Comedy Central is is a step below consistency wise the original run for sure, but. Mm-hmm. There are just episodes and developments and ideas in these runs that I think are so good. And I would be bummed if I could never watch them again. If we like, I would never go back to the world where they didn't exist just to preserve right. like that excellent ending. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe if meanwhile it sucked, I would have, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really like this run. I, I do agree. Like, I think it starts with like some solid, decent mid tier episodes and then kind of falls into some, some bad apps in the middle and then ends with what I think is the strongest run. Uh, yeah, like, I it really, like picks itself up. Yeah. I really like the back end of these, these last three in particular. Um, and yeah, there's just really good stuff. And like even tip of the Zoidberg, which is not my, which is not an episode. I'm not quite as high on tip of the Zoidberg overall as you. Um, but it's got, there's things about tip of the Zoidberg that I think are like un, undeniably excellent and like incredible additions to the Futurama lore and history and the characters backstories, you know, like mm -hmm. I fucking, I, I love, I love what they do with a lot of this stuff. Um, and then there's just like good funny shit. Like law and Oracle just laughs, you know, silence the clamps. I had like, I had a good time. Like I, I find silence clamps to have a lot of laughs. Um, great fucking yeah great great time i'm enjoying enjoying watching through these with you even though this one also has two of my least favorites of all time um, <laughs> <laughs> um all right should we rank them up yeah let's do it all right i'm going bottom to top number 13 right, yo leela leela number 12 newtopia 11 all the president's heads 10 fry and the Eggman. Nine Ghost in the Machines, eight Benderama, seven Mobius Dick, six Tip of the Zoidberg, five Law and Oracle, four Silence of the Clamps, three Cold Warriors, two Overclockwise, and one Reincarnation. We got like we we were on track and then we got like fucked up. I had a feeling uh, <laughs> the Tip of the Zoidberg thing, but like we probably agree that a lot of the back end similarly. Yeah, yeah, watch, yeah, watch this. <laughs> but we're probably same, but it's we're probably same top and bottom half, right? Just different order, basically. Somewhat. Yeah. All right. Well, let's check it Somewhat. out. Somewhat. Uh, I see. Okay, some of this I don't think is fair. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, but I, I'll try to <laughs> I'll try to course correct. All okay. Right. Uh, thirteen. Newtopia, 12, mm -hmm. Yo Leela Leela, yep. uh, 11, Fry Am the Eggman, 10, mm -hmm. All the President's Heads. We're really close here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm a, yeah, this is one of the ones I'm switching. Nine, I'll go Benderama. Eight, The Silence of the Clamps. Seven. <laughs> that one's low for you. I get you. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seven, Ghost in the Machines. Uh, this is another one I have to switch. So I'm going to go six, Mobius Dick, five, Cold Warriors, mm. four, Overclockwise, three, Reincarnation, two, Law and Oracle, and one, The Tip of the Zoidberg. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Wow, you liked Law and Oracle, Tip of the Zoidberg? I knew Tip of the Zoidberg would be a lot higher than than it was for me, but uh, that's rad, dude. That's great. I actually love to see that. I love, <laughs> I love that to one. see that. Um <laughs> I love to see I love to see you appreciating episodes of the revival run more than me uh, <laughs> when when I am uh, in some ways too big of a defender of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like hell yeah. I got more people on my team. Nice. Um, that's great. But really we did like other than Silence Clamps like we pretty much like our I I acknowledge that Silence the Clamps is funnier to me than <laughs> to, to some other people. I just laugh so hard at uh, a bad murderer. Um, <laughs> uh, that one's just laughs to me, but yeah. Um, cool. Hell yeah. Good good run. Love to see it. Uh, I believe our plan that we have uh, enacted is that next you will be seeing from us uh, Rick and Morty season six. So we'll mm. be after you see these two parts of this, uh, this one at the uh, on, on YouTube, we will be covering Rick and Morty season six for a couple weeks. And then we will return. We might take a break for the holiday. We'll see. And then we'll take, uh, and then we will return and cover Futurama 7A and Futurama 7B. So it'll be one more month uh, covering Futurama. And then we are going to venture into Tuca and Birdie all three <laughs> seasons. Very excited about that. 
Um, and then who knows? And then after that, maybe we start diving into some season twos. Maybe we hit, maybe we hit uh, Simpsons or King of the Hill or something. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. But we'll be all ready for Futurama. Yeah, we uh, we'll be all ready, which is going to be weird. Going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, you got anything to plug? No. <laughs> cool. Not. I'm gonna this plug. Time. I'm. I'm gonna plug Toonrific Tariq. Check him out. Whoa, uh, <laughs> well, if that's the case, I think I should plug Hats Off Media. No, Johnny T. Chills. <laughs> I out. love hats. Big, big <laughs> fan of hats. You love the hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, cool. Well, with that, I would like to thank. Kerry Feek for our incredible artwork. I would like to thank Jake Neutron for our wonderful theme song. I want to thank Michael Yunez for producing and editing our podcast and, of course, co-hosting our Patreon episodes on Cartoons That Curse After Dark, which, right. by the way, you should check out our Patreon. We've got like 20-plus extra episodes on there. We're currently covering the two Wes Anderson stop-motion animated films. We already did Fantastic Mr. Fox. By the time you hear this, you will be able to listen to Isle of Dogs. Go check those out. I also want to thank Toonrific Tariq for co-hosting this and talking oh, Futurama oh. with me all the damn time. Uh, <laughs> one one day you're gonna get sick of me, and and I get it, but but it's not today. I hope not today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if I just fucking slammed a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I also want to thank all of you, all our cursed ones, for being our patrons. I want to thank all of you for listening and watching and checking us out and supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. We love you so much. Uh, and also, though, thank you very much. Goodbye.